שלום וברכה. looking for the right words to clarify this wonderful message, a simple message that is, um, is very basic and needed for our faith to be realistic, to be correct, to be based on the real simple faith of our ancestors, the foundation of our faith and our nation. We see in the wonderful stories of the Bible that many wonders took place in the life of the holy fathers and mothers and in the life of the tribes, the holy children of Jacob. As well, we can see that in the next generations, <clears throat> every righteous person um, that is mentioned in the Bible was a clear evidence for the fact that the Creator, He is the Creator of the world. He is the one who controls nature. He is the one who can change the rules of nature if He wants. He is the one that can break the sea. He can move the mountains. He can, he can make the sun stop and stand in one place for, for f as long as He wants and on. He can extend the life of people. He can reject the angel of death, that there will be no death. The death will not control a certain person if he wants, or to kill an enemy or a person, even with no physical reason or, or illness or, or any kind of, of, of physical danger or harm, just to call his soul to come back to the source. And that's uh, the end of the story. And when we see and realize that that is the one that we believe in him, so that most simple question is uh, rising. So why are we so far from that simple faith? Why are we, even though that we believe in the Bible and we believe in the amazing stories and we believe in all the wonders that took place in the life of our ancestors, Why are we so far from seeing and feeling and experiencing those wonders in our lives? So, it's written, Im ta'aminu ta'aminu. If you will believe, you will be believed. In reality, a person that has a certain faith, that for him it's simple that the Creator is able to do a certain thing for him, Immediately he becomes a vessel to hold that bounty. He becomes a messenger for that light to shine um, from him, through him, to the, to the circles that are surrounding him. He becomes to be the one to channel that light to the world. And we saw that with many righteous people. Many righteous people had that ability to... To be the, the, the opening, the window, the door um, for a lot of huge wisdom, for a lot of, of faith to be part of the lives of their students, of their followers. And therefore their light was distributed and, and, and expanded in the world in a way that lasts for generations. Clear evidence for that is the stories that we hear and talk and, and remember until today from Rabbi Israel Baal Shem Tov. 
um, the head of the Hasidut, such a noble, righteous man, Rabbi Israel ben Sarah, that we heard about him such wonders that we almost never heard about anyone else before. And that light that his students experienced from him, and all of them wrote, most of them, many of them wrote, testaments and stories from the Baal Shem Tov that they experienced in their lives. And those stories uh, became the foundation of their chassidut, of their uh, legacy for their um, communities that grew and developed and expand until today. And today you have Chabad, you have Breslev, you have Viznich, you have Bels, you have Toldot Aaron, you have many chassidut that... that Every one of them are basing their wisdom and their knowledge on the stories and the tales and the wisdom and the tradition of their rabbis, of their admurim, that those admurim heard from their parents, from their fathers, from their grandfathers, stories that started in those meetings with the Baal Shem Tov or the students of the Baal Shem Tov. And here you see the simple light of the Baal Shem Tov that was based on his simple faith, expand to his students and from his students to the next circles of their students and from that place to the next generation. And here, 250 years or so later, in our days, still those stories are, are, are fresh and, and, and hot and, and, and you can feed your soul with them. So... You see that the light of the simple faith of the Baal Shem Tov, that he was very close to Hashem in his simple faith. He was very powerful in his understanding in, of, of who the Creator is and what the Creator wants from him. He was very, very attached to the truth and to the true path of, of, the, of the servants of God. And therefore, a huge amount of light was given to him for him to spread among his loved ones. So, when we see an evidence like that to a man of God, to a person of God that is able to, to channel such huge, gigantic amount of light in a later generation, not in the generation of our ancestors, he was not living in the generation of Abraham or Isaac or Jacob, he was not in the generation of uh, Moses or, or King David. We're talking about thousands of years later. We're talking about 3,000 years later, 2,500 years later. We're not talking about an ancient person who lived among the tribes of Israel that left Egypt and went to the desert. We're not talking about someone who experienced Mount Sinai in, in, in body, in flesh. We're not talking about a person who crossed the sea in flesh. We're talking about a soul that was here 250 years ago that pulled down a huge amount of light and that light is still feeding the world until today. That is teaching us that that possibility, that that opportunity, potential, is available always to who? To the ones that will claim it to the ones that will deserve it, to the ones who will really believe in the Creator and will become the vessel to channel that light to their generation. This is why it's written that an, 
every generation that the temple has not been rebuilt, then the people need to take responsibility to their destruction as if they destroyed the temple themselves. Because if they wouldn't break it in their actions, if they wouldn't ruin and destroy it with, with their uh, hatred and, and, and sins and crimes, it would have been rebuilt. So, what that I'm trying to say is that we need to take full responsibility on the fact that we are still not holding in that level of faith um, that will channel the light to our generation. And therefore, the light is not revealing itself. This is why the Creator is still hidden from us, because the most simple uh, and clear evidence for that is the fact that the Mashiach is still not revealing his light to us, that we are still working on it and that we're still praying for it and that we're still like progressing and, and processing and thinking and preparing and hoping and yearning and crying and struggling and it didn't happen yet, right? So if it didn't happen yet, so the ones who needs to take responsibility on it is us. And every individual should take the responsibility on himself. Now, the main and most important thing is never to blame yourself. We're not talking about taking the blame on yourself, to hate yourself and, 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 and hating yourself, blaming, hating, criticizing, uh, or whatever, seeing yourself in a negative eye. It's just to try to see, okay, let's, let's deal with the details. Let's try to break it down um, and to see how we can improve. It's like that if now, let's say, tomorrow it's going to be the amazing Shabbat. It's going to be the, the holiday of Sukkot, the beginning of the wonderful holidays of Sukkot. Okay, you need to prepare certain things. You want to finish building your Sukkah. You want to decorate your Sukkah. You want to, to make some food. You want to organize all the things that will be ready. You want to, to bond and connect your for, for minim. Uh, in the proper way, you you have many things you want to go to the mikveh. You wanna you want to learn. You want to pray. You you want to prepare yourself to that amazing day of Shabbat Sukkot. Okay, so now let's say that you have a long list of things that you want to do. If now because you're still far from completing it, and you still have that long list, and you still don't know how to complete it, if you're now just gonna break down in, in tears and sorrow and going to blame yourself. Oh, I haven't made the food yet. I haven't finished decorating the sukkah and I haven't put the schach yet and I haven't done this and haven't done that. It's not going to bring you to complete and to finish all, all your mission, all your to-do list. It's just going to waste more of your time and going to reject you from completing your mission. What you need to do in reality, you need to make a list to write down those things that you must do and start start working on them one after the other. Also, in your generally in your life, if you see that you are responsible to certain lackings, okay, it doesn't mean that now it's time to break and cry. It's time to fall in sadness and despair and to say, oh no, look at me, what have I done? I didn't do this, I didn't do that. My wife, my friends, my neighbors, my rabbi, my children... 
instead of blaming yourself and fighting with yourself and, and hating yourself and losing your, your, your passion, your desire to live, stop, take responsibility, admit and say, okay, I waste few years of my life, I waste 40 years of my life, okay, I was wrong in this and that, in so many things I was wrong, I messed up, I forgot, I didn't take it seriously enough. I was not responsible enough to my actions. I was, I was, I was misbehaving. All those things. All right. I see those points. I see that I need to improve. I see that I need to change and to correct myself. And now let's see how I'm doing it. That's the main thing. The main thing is to see how to improve, how to increase your effort in the right direction and not to fall to sadness and to depression because of your failures. This is the main and most important thing that the person will always, 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 always make another step. And sometimes your step is just to hold yourself from falling. Sometimes your effort needs to be invested into Stopping a crisis from happening, just like not to, to, to fall to depression, just not to, to, to go drunk, not to, not to curse. I thought about it today, for people who are very angry, you have people that anger is, is a main part of their, of their life. It's like a problem that they have, they're always, always, always angry. Now, for a person that is not like that, it's very hard to understand an angry person. Like, what's going on with you? Like, are you crazy? Look at you. Look at look how you behave. But if you would stand in the shoes of that angry person, you would understand that the struggle that he's experiencing while being angry, while someone is annoying him, while someone is challenging him, it's horrible. Like, for him, the test of climbing out of that anger and just not to kill someone, just not to, to destroy someone, just not to fight with someone, just not to curse someone, just not to, to break someone to pieces. It's such a challenge that we should never judge a person in that situation because you can never understand how hard it is for him. You have people who are chasing women and, 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 and physical beauty of, of women like it's something that the, 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 the most wonderful view in the world will, will never be compared to it. That like for them to look at a woman, to see a woman is something that blows their mind to, to, to one billion sparks of, of excitement and, and, and satisfaction. And you will look from the other side and you're going to see a person who is, is chasing his own illusions. And you're going to say like, What's going on with you? Like, are you sick? And even if the answer is yes, yes, I'm sick. Okay, so now, if he will take responsibility on that and will work on himself, he will improve and he will grow. But we can never understand the struggle that he's going through. You have people that are totally losing their minds because of their lusts, because of their fears, because of their passion to smoke drugs, to smoke weed, to smoke... Uh, to, to drink alcohol, and you, you tell him, can't you see that it's killing you? Can't you see that it's destroying your life? And he says, yes, I can see, but it doesn't help me to stop. You can never judge a person on his actions, because you don't know what's his emotional structure, what's going on inside of him that makes him so weak, 
in that in that topic in that issue in that life scene you don't know where he grew up what brought him to that weakness what makes him so fragile that he's walking on such thin ice every moment of his life when a woman is crossing the sea or money is crossing the the the, the, the street in front of him or every situation in life for him it's like impossible to understand for him it's like opening yamsuf for him it's 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 worse than death worse than death it's like for him it's 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 crazy so what's the solution if a person will come now to that weak guy to that broken person that anyway suffers so badly and doesn't know how to get rid of his own lusts and confusions and desires and and, and fears and pressure and sadness and and loneliness and all of his darkness if a person now will come and will start criticizing him and breaking him. What are you doing? How could you do that? And how are you doing that? Can't you understand? It's so horrible. You're destroying your life. Do you think that it will increase his motivation to, to grow? Like how can you how can you be so fool foolish to, to, to imagine that with that negative approach you will give him strength to stand back on his feet and to start again after failing in uh, the 1,000th time. He's failing on daily basis, sometimes even 10 times a day. Now you want him to start over, you want him to build himself. The only way to do it is to show him love, to show him compassion, to stand with him in that place and to give him strength, to give him hope. And this is the real wisdom of all the real big righteous people. This is why people are coming close to Chabad. This is why people are coming close to Breslev. This is why people are coming close to, 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 to all um, groups of, of Hasidut. And not only Hasidut, also different righteous people in, 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 in different generations that wrote and, and explained their methods in Avodat Hashem that were able to show a huge compassion, huge amount of, of love and light to their followers they were the ones who've been chosen by God to lead the world to to the future, to its redemption. We saw Moses when Am Israel sinned, even though that Moses is standing in front of the people and is rebuking them and telling them, Look what you've done, look what you've done, is going back to Hashem after that and telling him, Why are you blaming them? What they, how could you think that they will stop themselves? You're the one who turned their back, their face back from you. You're the one who turned your back on them. You're the one who caused them to sin. It's like, you see that the person, that this noble man is working on two directions in the same time. In one way, he is teaching them that they need to improve. And in the other way, he's always giving them hope and fighting for them, and protecting them, and doing the best that he can to save their lives, and to do whatever he can, and even if it's to suffer for them, and instead of them, that they won't experience no suffer, that they will not go in no bad way, and hard way, always try to make shortcuts for them, and to bring them to the purpose, and to their success, no matter what he will sacrifice, no matter what will be needed from him to do, this is the path of the righteous ones. This is the most beautiful way. And we, as adults, as caring people, we should take that, we should adopt that, that way, that, that approach, 
And you cannot do it with your children, with your surroundings, with your loved ones, when you're not doing it with yourself. If you are not this kind of a person who is understanding himself, you will never be able to understand others. Even though that it's hard not to judge yourself and not to criticize yourself, it's much easier to, 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 to judge favorably another person. With another person, you're not going so strict as you are naturally with yourself. But in the end of, of the road, in the end of the way, you will not be able to judge everyone favorably and to give a hand and support everyone until you will clean yourself as well from that criticism. And you're just going to understand who you are and where you came from. It's written in the Gemara. I think I have this note. I wrote it for myself. In my pack of notes here. I have it here. So it's written in the Gemara. Something amazing. Something that is so, so, so... In a way, it's so hard to understand, but, but after talking about it a little bit and, 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 and realizing reality, you can understand it as well. So it's written in the Gemara, and, uh, and, uh, and not for no reason, yes? It's written, Amar Rav Nachman. It's not Rabbi Nachman of Breslev, but for a simple reason, the name Nachman um, was the name of that... Um, righteous man from the time of the Gemara, that he said, and Amora, and he said, Amar Rav Nachman to Rav Yitzchak. He asked him, Efo Bar Nafli? Where is Bar Nafli? Where is Bar Nafli? What does it mean, where is Bar Nafli? Who is Bar Nafli? Bar Nafli is the one that is falling. Where is the one that is falling? It's, it's like... Probably like a failure, right? If you if you call a person the one that is falling, you mean the one that is a failure, the one that is falling all the time. So Rav Nachman is asking Rav Yitzchak, where is that failure? Where is the one that is falling all the time? So Rav Yitzchak asks him, who is Bar Nafli? Who are you talking about? Who is that failure? Who is that one that is falling all the time? So Rav Nachman is answered to him, Mashiach, the Messiah. What do you mean? So, Rav Yitzchak was wondering and asked him, Mashiach ata kore bar nafli? To the Messiah you're calling bar nafli? You're calling him a failure? The one who falls? That's how you call Mashiach? You're asking me about him? So, Rav Nachman answered to him, I'm calling him after his great-grandfather, King David. That it's written on him, Sukkah David Hanofelet, Hanofalet, the, the Sukkah of David, of King David, that was falling all the time. And King David said, Nipelana beyad Adonai kirabim rachamav, velo epol beyad oivai. And it's written on King David, I will fall, he was praying for that. May it be that I will fall in the hand of God, because his mercy are great, is great, and that I will not fall in the hands of my enemies. So, you see that there is a side that you can call King David, 
the one who is falling. You can call the Mashiach the one who is falling. That is almost like to say on him a failure. But why? Because when he is falling, he knows that his falling is into the hands of God. He is not falling to the hands into the hands of his enemies. He was praying for that. That Nipelana Beyada Donai, that when we're falling, we're gonna know and we're gonna remember that we're falling to the hands of God. And we're not falling in the hands of our enemies. We're falling in the hands of God because Hashem's mercy, His kindness is so great that He always there to hug us, to accept us, to complete us, to heal us, to help us standing back on our feet and never give up on, on our future. So King David, he failed and Moses, he failed, and Abraham, he failed, all the righteous people. The Bible itself is bringing verses to make sure that we will not mistake to think that one of those righteous people was totally perfect. It's written, there is no righteous man who will walk on earth that will do only good and will never sin. He never been exist. He was never created, that one. Everyone has a certain attachment to physicality, and that's their falling. That's their failure. One failed in A, one failed in B, one failed in C, one failed in D, one failed in all of them, and did tshuva. The greatness of a person is that when he realized that he made a mistake, that he did something wrong, that he will be able to admit that, to be honest, to confront his fears, to say the truth, to do tshuva, to confess on his failure, and to start over. That is the only way. And we should work on ourselves in that way. Always, always, always to learn and to know and to remind ourselves, even after 1,000 times, that the Creator is merciful and kind enough to reveal His loving kindness on us no matter where we are, no matter what we went through and how low we reached in our falling. Never to give up on His kindness, even when a sharp sword is threatening, is laying on our throat, we should never give up on His mercy. Always to pray, even in time of danger, even in time of darkness. Never to judge our friends for their failure and never to judge ourselves. Just to realize that it was a failure, that we made something wrong and that we need to take responsibility and to work as hard as we are able to correct it, to fix it, to complete it and to come back to the source of holiness and purity as much as we can. Every day with His work, every day with its challenges and Bezrat Hashem with great 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 grace of heaven we will be able to correct and to fix it all and the Mashiach the real redeemer of the whole wide world will show his face to us and will reveal his loving kindness and the kindness of the creator to all his children in the house of Hashem that is written on him 
כי ביתי בית תפילה יקרא לכל העמים, and my house will be called the house of prayer to all nations, will be rebuilt and will be seen to us all in our days, and we shall praise Hashem over there, and accept and embrace all our siblings from four wings of the universe, in front of our eyes and in the life of all our loved ones. Amen. Can you hear that song? Thank you. Ah uh-huh.